Don't sing it. The song's so good. I love this song. She. Ready? From a movie scene. That's pretty good. A little wobbly. In my head all day. Hey, baby. Are you a confident Uh, singer? uh, uh, Yeah, that's where you are, man. This song. You're a confident karaoke guy. Like oh. in the beginning, look, this started out rough in the beginning. This, this singing bit. right here, but then bit. it like with the confidence, you just confidence is everything, up, man. Especially in karaoke. Oh karaoke. my god, karaoke! It's <laughs> huge. But yeah, I love karaoke. Yeah. This is called. Ready? This right here. Nineteen eighties horror film two by Wallows. Fun fact: mm. one of the singers in this band is the main character in Thirteen Reasons Why. Ah, yeah, he's a super talented dude. Do only- a lot of people know this, or do I just not know this because I'm just not into the? Uh, I honestly. think a lot of people know this if you know this band, hundred okay, percent. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, this. Well, I found out about this band because I saw him, and I'm like, okay, like how much? Like, because so many artists, even YouTubers, do this, where they build up this weird confidence where like I can sing now and it's like no you can't like you're you're successful and you're talented but yeah. maybe not singing this band has it's legit man like they're good yeah so many YouTubers try to like legitimize themselves after like a while I don't know I feel like maybe they feel the pressure of like oh you're just a YouTuber type of stuff but like it's, I think it's else. bigger than like it's bigger than Hollywood if you play it right oh 100% you know what I mean like Absolutely. Like I just a lot remember, of like in the Fousey Tube days, when you tried to be like, "I'm a, I'm an actor." Oh God! No, man, you're just better as a YouTuber. Yeah, just stick to what you're good at. Uh, Which is great because people love you as a YouTuber. You know what I mean? Now he was. I don't know. I don't even know what he's doing anymore. Yeah, it doesn't make you any more legitimate that you're an actor, not a YouTuber. You know that's. Okay, guys. Um, first week of school is coming to an end. Oof! Hope it was good. I hope it was good too. I, was, I hope, yeah. How was yours? I don't know, man. I yeah. Uh, You're weak. I went <laughs> the past week. Yeah, yeah. Past week has been good. Honestly, Toronto, the weather has been getting so much better. I, know. I love. I hate the heat. I know. Love the what? cold. No, man. You love the cold? Like it's just getting cold. It's just getting a nice temperature. It's, it's yeah. Highs of twenty three, lows of fourteen. The weather is so nice. Like evening bike rides. Oh yes. my god! It's so sweet to it's bike. Amazing. I just have like the wind blowing in your your face and on the back, no sweats. Oh, that's uh, that's getting too real that on my headphones right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like feeling it. Um, okay, guys, I think today's episode is going to be a little different. Like, I think uh, the Friday episodes usually we cover. I mean, we usually cover a topic, but I think last Friday we did superstitions. Or was that last Monday? Yeah, superstitions. It was last, last week. Um, this one is, I went on Instagram and I said, what struggles do you guys have? If you want to take part in this and you want us to talk about your struggles, mm. uh, you could follow us on Instagram. I'm at Danocracy, where I'll put it in my story and you could type your response there. Yeah. Uh, if you want to remain anonymous, just say that in there. Um, and Amar is at Amar Originals. We'll put it all in the show notes. And do you, I guess you don't really, do you ever post? I know you're, you're taking no, a hiatus. But, yeah, but since last week, uh, last Monday's talk, 
I'm like, we are in it. We're gonna the personality is back, people, mm. and uh, we're posting. Amen. That was a good yeah. one. Last week, not even last week, last month, Monday, last Monday, yeah, just Monday's episode. It's beautiful. Oh, so many tidbits of knowledge. Yeah. Just listen. We also to that love back. these Friday episodes, man. You just you know, we get to try something new. You know, we yeah. try to expand the horizons. That was good. Yeah. I like that. That's exactly what we're trying to do. Guys, uh, um, off because there's no camera here. You know, there's a lot of times when you don't see the facial structures. Okay, <laughs> that, that that was all facial. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, because the context there is like I was being a fake douchebag. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he did like the whole face, like oh, expand our horizons. <laughs> yeah, you know that one. I saw it. Um, so for the questions that didn't get answered in my YouTube video, mm. I'm not just gonna let them go to waste. Are you kidding me? There's so many good ones in here. So right now, Amar and I are going to go through them and take a dive into some of your struggles you might be struggling with, and we're going to try to help you out. This is my favorite type of thing to do, man. Just me too. Get That's why we like insight from other people. Oh, like uh, just like I say, give insight and just answer questions. Yeah, but just like having like uh, a little look into, you know, mm-hmm. what other people are going through because a lot of times it's the same thing that we're going through. Yeah, or at least have been through it. Some been point. through, yeah. Okay, let's start this off. Um, we're just going to jump right into it, okay? There's First off, guys, there is some heavy ones in here, and I appreciate you feeling comfortable enough to open up to me about them, but some of them I may not um, have experience answering. Yeah. So here we go. This is from Flap underscore Jack 04. Mm. Someone is obsessed with me, and I don't know how to tell them I'm not interested. Amar, I feel Dan, like- you got this. <laughs> we, we, both, we, we both looked at each other. We're like, ah, I literally Dan, thought, people get obsessed with you. I really no, thought Amar okay. would be good at this. No. Um, uh, sorry, or is it uh, someone's obsessed with them? Someone is obsessed with them. I don't know how them, to deal with it. And I don't know how to tell them they're not interested. I can sympathize with this in a sense that it's very difficult to say to someone, you're not interested. Yeah. That, that hurts, man. Like, you, if you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, I'm with you. Yeah. Especially if you read their feelings wrong. And they're like, whoa, 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 I wasn't interested in you. Yeah, okay, you were. Oh, uh, no, obsessed. if they, if, hold on a second. If they play that card back, some people with rejection will take it as, are you serious? I didn't even, let, I'm yeah. going to give, I'm going to give an example right now, okay? There was um, a girl, oh man, this was years ago. Mm. Okay, so this girl had a boyfriend, and uh, I was in, I lived in Dallas at the time, but I was in Toronto. And she had said, hey, do you want to hang out and all this? And and then she's like, oh, yeah, I can come back to your hotel. And I'm thinking, okay, like sketch. What not? Let me ask you this. When when you arrange to go back to your hotel, okay, at night at like, and this was at one in the morning after the bar. Mm. Um, what do you think that means? And that's not me being a pig or anything. I just want to know what you would assume would be happening if they're like, yeah, well, let's go back to your hotel at 1 a.m. I feel like the audience already knows the answer. Of course. So I'm just going to uh, Okay, I, I, I'll answer it then. I yeah, think no, no. Okay. It's going down. It's going down. It's going I think down. people can assume <laughs> that's going, especially like how this girl, she was like, I don't know. She, she touched your forearm? She was like, yeah, touching my arm, whatever. Damn. I'm not a pushy guy in any means. So we get back to my hotel. But on the way there, I found out that she had a boyfriend. She didn't know I knew this. It was before I was leaving, someone had told me. And I thought, oh, my God, you were going to cheat on your boyfriend. And I'm not down with that at all. At all. You're thinking this on the walk back? No, we're in the cab. Oof. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, you snake. 
you have a boyfriend and you're about to cheat on him, yeah. no chance. I don't care how attractive you are. I'm not, I'm not taking this. So instead of going to my hotel room, I was like, you know what? Why don't we just go sit by the pool? And it was kind of cold out that night. Oh, that's less sexual. Away, but I had to kill the vibe because I'm <laughs> yeah. like, this is not acceptable. There's one, a few things I'll never do. And I'll never cheat on someone mm. because that is one of my biggest nightmares. And I, I could not be the, uh, I could not live that role. Yeah. I can't become what I hate or what the I villain. And I will not take part in someone else's cheating scheme. If they have a boyfriend and they start getting too flirtatious or too... Uh, touchy feely. Yeah. No even chance. if it's not, even if it wasn't going to go down, uh, I think for you, the line has already been drawn at like, absolutely. If you have a boyfriend, we're not going back to my hotel together. Absolutely. At 1am. Because I know for me, if I ever knew that my girlfriend would be going to a hotel at 1am with a guy, yeah, I would not be okay with that. Yeah. And that's not me being overprotective. That's, that is just not acceptable behavior. No, that works for both genders as well. If your guy Oh, absolutely. In fact, home with a girl. Absolutely. I don't want to ever sound like I'm always picking on the girl because exactly. I just, that's the, where I'm coming from. Yeah. Uh, all of this stuff reverts the other way. Yeah. You know, if, if your boyfriend goes to a hotel room with a girl at 1am, what do you guys think? Yeah. Are you cool with that? No, I'm not alone in this. I know I'm not alone in this. <laughs> so, um, what I did was I had said, like, I called her out eventually. I said, you think your boyfriend would be okay with this? I remember her face. We kind of like, I just caught her like, oh my God, like you knew like oh, thing. And so the cab driver's like, damn man. No, this was, this was at the oh, hotel. Just, I was like, you know, enough of this like bullshit. Yeah. I'm not going to be aggressive with it. I just, I'll lightly ask. And what then happened was I saw her face of shock. Like, oh my God, I know. And then she goes, wait a minute. Oh my God. No, I, that wasn't going to, oh my God, that wasn't going to happen by me coming back here. And I'm like, hold on. Now you're flipping the script to make me seem like. Mm. I read this whole situation wrong. No, it's 1 a.m. You asked to go back to my hotel with me. Okay, don't don't view this yeah. as I'm the one that's being ridiculous for thinking this. That's what she tried to do. And Damn. just so you know, guys, if the situation is very apparent like that and people take rejection in a way where they deflect it back on you, oh my God, he's rejecting me. No, no, no. Okay, quick, 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 flip back. Oh my God, you thought I was going to yeah, do yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, you're a pig. Like, no. No, 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 no. Read the situation, how it is. So, back to the question. Someone is obsessed with them and they don't know how to tell them I'm not interested. Uh, I never, I, it's pretty apparent because I don't really, I don't know, to, really. To me, I would just, just like, you know, tell them you're not interested, but like, you know, don't say that they're, that they're obsessed. Like, don't make it too personal on them. And don't use the word obsessed. Yeah. That is you're an, obsessed. I need. You know, that's a projection too. Yeah, you yeah. don't know if they're obsessed. Yeah. I, honestly, as hard as it is, and yeah, as hard as it is, just have that conversation. Just have the conversation of, hey, um, I don't know if you feel like I don't know. You, just, you know, just say like, I, I don't know if you like me or not. Um, you know, I just, I'm not interested. And it's a, it's a hard, tough conversation. But honestly, that experience of having that conversation once, twice, you know. You have to be careful because there's a saying that rejection breeds obsession. And, yeah, that's, yeah. And that can be true if you are beating around the bush with it. Oh, I've yes. experienced this before where if you don't tell them straight up how it is, they will start to obsess more. Yeah. And more and more. And so sometimes, yeah, you change your, sorry, you change your behavior as well. 
where you're like, I'm just going to be an a-hole and, you know, that'll get rid of them and they won't be obsessed anymore. But no, it's the same thing. If if you just push it away further, they'll become more obsessed. Yeah. Or, or they're going to internalize and say, okay, what's wrong with me? Why? And then they'll want to talk more. Look, straight up, if you have someone that you don't want in your life, it's your life, but be gentle with it. Um, don't just be like, I don't want you in my life. Get out. Like, don't do that because there's a reason they were in your life to begin with. And maybe it was because you were flirting with them or whatever. So maybe there was a point in time where it was your fault. Yeah. But be gentle with it and, and yeah, have the conversation. Just be like, look, I, I, I just don't think that we're compatible or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's not black and white, you know? You can you can always take it take the relationship down a level. You don't have to be like, this relationship is all cut, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, next one, you ready? Yes. This one's a little heavier. I'm going to keep this one anonymous, guys. Uh, it says, my sister is going through depression and almost did drugs, and I can't help but feel responsible for her. I still don't know what to do because it's not really in my nature to comfort and talk to her, as I was never there for her and I always put her down when all she needed was someone to be there we are not very close and don't talk much to each other please give me some advice okay this goes back to uh first off Amar and I are not experts in this field of dealing with uh intense uh mental illness Mm -hmm. however I look at it this way she's your sister she'll always be in your life um it's never too late to start to get a little bit closer uh, not everybody is comfortable comforting. Yeah. You know, that that's not in everyone's wheelhouse. And that's okay. But there are other things you can do uh, at the time. Like to, to hug and to say, it's okay and it's all right and I'm here for you is a challenging thing for some people. But you could also offer her um, resources on how to get better. You could just simply say, hey, just want to let you know that I'm here for you. Or... Hey, you're my sister. I love you. Whatever. You know, uh, there's a reason that she's feeling depressed, whether it's a chemical imbalance or there's actually a situation that went down. And there's always something that uh, you can do to help until obviously when there's, there's a lot of stuff you can do without having to actually physically comfort her. I don't know where else Th- to go. This is that. it. This is it, man. For me, it's. This is like the moment that you might patch things up with your sister. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys weren't close ever before, it was... I mean, I don't know much, but usually with brothers and sisters, it's for like very trivial type stuff, right? And you get into fights for no kind, like no real reason. Very petty. Very petty reasons, yeah. exactly. So this is the moment that you could patch things up with your sister. This is the moment that you can be there for her. You know, if it's not in your nature to be comforting or to be there for someone, this is the moment that you can, you know, it's it's such an extraordinary type of situation that she's going through that it, it seems right, it feels right, it will feel right that you're there for them, that you can patch yeah. things up. That um, Because all the petty stuff matters super little compared to this heavy thing that you can you can help her out of. What, and... And that help has to come from her as well of just, you know, you have to ask her, like, how can I help? What's the best way to help, you know? Um, whether that it's too. resources. That whether actually it's... ask how you can help. Because not everyone, you have to realize, not everyone needs your advice. Yeah. Not everyone needs to be sit down and say, look, you need to, you need to start exercising, whatever, you know? I got to sneeze, sorry. Yeah. Not everybody needs that. 
Um, but what some people do need is just a, someone to talk to. So like someone to vent. <coughs> there it is. Excuse me. I know for me at first, uh, what was huge with going to see a therapist was not what the therapist said to me, but was that hour of me getting to actually unload my stress that I've been containing for so long. And I remember uh, driving home thinking, I feel so much lighter because I just had someone to talk to that actually looked at me and listened and didn't take the situation somewhere else and say, you got to fix it. Just push through, push it. Because sometimes you got to feel that and then just let it out. And don't just think that everything has to be addressed right then and there, right now. Yeah. It's true. Sometimes you're like venting to someone. They're like, yeah, yeah, I've gone through it too. I've gone. I know. I know. Yeah. But it, know. It, it's, it, like it, it's easy. And I know. It, it, it's, life will get better. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, just let me vent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my, uh, back to that video I'm referencing for this is I mentioned that some of the worst advice is it all works out in the end. Ugh. Because what what is someone supposed to hear that and then do with that? Yeah, uh, that's that's hopeful thinking, and that's that's in hindsight, like that's a hindsight uh, advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we need something now to to hope and wish that okay, it, it will all work out in the end. So I'm just going to sit here in my pain. Yeah. No, you need something now. So don't like a lot of people will give you that advice. Power through. Just keep smiling. Like no, no. Like yeah, it gets better, but. Sometimes you just need someone to be there for when it sucks right now. Yeah. Yeah. Next one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from Jesse Got Beans. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Always <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, now, the reason I'm answering this one, uh, I don't want to turn this into a cliche Dan topic, but there's quite a few of these in here, and maybe it's because it's a it's cliche that topic. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I hope not. I, I yeah. literally do not want to be known as this guy, but how to deal with losing someone you genuinely care about, not a death, like relationship wise. Okay. Listen, you have a lot of best friends, Amar. Mm-hmm. Have you ever lost one? Yeah, I've lost a few. And how did you deal with it? Uh, I lost a few. Uh, one with death and others with like just falling um i've never actually had a falling out with anyone like i've never lost anyone due to like falling out um oh no yeah just literally just death um okay well but anyways i'm I'm gonna step it back um how would you deal with losing someone so i don't know sometimes it's just if it works out you, you like again for me it's just it's never black and white you know what i mean you don't let, let's say you lose some. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, in my experience, I've had a lot of like best friends that had huge falling out, you know, and a lot of times people would pressure me to kind of be like, be there in the middle to like bring them back together. But sometimes like, it's better off for the individuals to be apart. Like, I wouldn't always look at losing a best friend as, as the worst thing. Sometimes it's better for you and it's better for them that you guys are apart. And, and that that's that's weird to say, that's different to say, but sometimes it is better. However, if you lost someone because you messed up or you did something bad and and you want them back in your life, again, it's it's a simple conversation that with real intent behind it. And the intent is, you know, hey, I messed up. I want to do better. I treated you wrong. And that's completely my fault. And sometimes they'll accept it. Sometimes they won't accept it. They'll accept it now. 
they might accept it in three years, you know? Um, I've seen friends that had a falling out that five years later, they become best friends again or they become friends again or whatever. So I would say each situation is very unique in this one and really see what each of you actually wants. Like sometimes you don't want to be friends with them and that's, and that's totally cool. Or they don't want to be friends with you and you're going to have to accept that. And other times you guys want to be friends and yeah, just see the intent behind it. I think one of the hardest things for people to accept is that uh, not everyone that comes in your life is supposed to be there the whole time. Mm. Like you can, you, you can have like in this case, this person is uh, mourning the loss of a relationship. Yeah. I've dealt with this many times in the past. Um, I think at first, it's it's a very bizarre thing because you have someone that you've told all your secrets to, you were the closest with, and they go from the first person you call to the absolute last person you would yeah. call. And it's a very weird thing for the first month because you're like, oh, I want to call. Oh, I'm in this situation. And, you know, uh, the biggest thing is time Time heals it. Yeah, I said it in my video, no contact is the biggest support that you can give yourself. Don't... No contact for one month intensely. Yeah. So that's a no Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter, uh, no emailing, no texting, no calling, no driving by their house, no going down the same street that you know they're going to drive down, mm. no going to the same gym if you know they're going to go at the same time. Absolutely, you're going to take this person and you're going to put them in a blocked section of your life. Yeah, You don't have to actually block them, but mute them on everything. Um, every time they pop in your head, and they will a lot the first do something, change. Um, there is a theory where if you put your eyes left to right, left to right for five seconds, yeah, it uh, resets like the thought process of your brain because you're like left, right, left, right. So every time you think about them, that is a little technique you could do. P.S. Um, we're all doing that right now. Yeah. And we're all just looking around like we look super suspicious. <laughs> Everyone in the audience, me included. I'm like, good if you're driving, don't do it because it kind of makes you dizzy. Um, that is something you can do. Beyond that, it gets easier. Time gets easier. Um, and you'll start to realize why that person was in your life to begin with. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I dealt with this and I was like, why? I, I can't. And it was meant to be. And now I'm looking at it. And I'm like, man, I'm getting into the best shape of my entire life. Yeah. Where did this come from? Well, it came from the insecurity of the relationship ending and when it went sour. So there's always a, uh, a silver lining yeah. at some point. I think no contact is huge. Um, even sometimes for friends, like um, my friend that I traveled with for 30 days, who I absolutely love, you know, we, after 30 days of just sleeping, eating, doing everything together, you kind of just get like sick and tired of each other, you know, like it, literally when he would laugh, I would like clench my fist. I was so sick and tired of him, right? And he was too of me, right? And we had that conversation at the end of just like, yo, we're going to just not have any contact with each other for a week minimum but, no but here's the problem so good like for us in that situation it works but yeah. for no contact when you're exiting a relationship don't put a no, time limit yeah, on yeah, it. yeah no, for some sure. people tell you 30 days 60 days 90 days the problem is if you stick to that time frame and in 60 days you manage to hold on with every fiber in your body not to contact them yeah and you realize okay it's the 60th day i can contact them you're going to go back right to day one unleashed and there's a saying that I also like where it says, um, in the end, if it's not okay, it's not the end. Hmm. 
a lot of us think, oh, this is supposed to be the end. It's been 60 days. I'm not okay. Well, it's not the end yet. You're still processing it. Yeah. Work through it slowly. Take the time you need. But just know that there are so many people that are dealing with the same thing that you're dealing. You know, a big one is when you're um, exiting a relationship, is the person even thinking about me? Do they remember me? Do they ever think about me afterwards? Of course. Of course they do. Both parties think about each other. Yeah. You know, so don't get caught up in that either, but start to take the power and the attention that you gave to this relationship and start to seed by seed, take it back. Okay. I'm going to do this for me. And now I've got more time for me and now I'm going to do this. It's not selfish. It's, it's self care. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's how you move on with losing someone is knowing that there's a reason that they came Mm. into your life. There's something you could learn from it that you could propel into the next relationship to make it even stronger. But to think that, oh, it's the only one, I'll never find someone ever again, and it's hopeless, like, that's that's temporary thinking. Yeah. Like, there's seven, what, seven billion people in this planet? Seven billion. And you think that the one person that you went to high school was was the only one? Or the one person that lived in your neighborhood was the only, what are the odds of that? Yeah. That's like, that's winning the lottery a thousand times over. Yeah. The fact that you could find your only one in your neighborhood or in the vicinity of, I don't know, 100 kilometers, no yeah. way. There's and people have gone through many the ones. So many times. You know? Just don't don't get hooked on one thinking, this is the one. Because the more you put into that pressure, the more it's going to oh hurt. Oh, God, yeah. That's the worst. Worst type of relationship. You get in and like, okay, this is the one. Then we're going to, let's do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's it. Um, let's see. Next one. These are good, uh, good pieces of advice it, that people are asking. What do you mean questions? Questions. We're giving the advice. Did you just subliminally compliment me? No, not subliminally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't know. It's just my own language barrier. I'm trying to explain how. <laughs> okay, here we go. These are good questions. Lucy Goose 6. Oh. Lucy Goose 06. Mm. Heaps of my friends are getting annoyed at me. For dating this really nice guy, what do I do? Man, <laughs> I love heaps. I know because you're well, probably from another country. Heaps, they're probably from the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cool. But like <laughs> the Canadian in me just takes it as like literally just like groups, like man huddles of people are heaps. just angry. <laughs> just, you know, actual heaps. <laughs> um, this one. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, this one, it's not about your friends. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this goes back to that whole social ladder. If you're dating someone and, and you feel they're a nice guy, then that's all that matters. However, don't be naive. Yeah. Talk to your friends and say, okay, why don't you like this guy? If he's a nice guy, why don't you like him? They probably have a reason. Like, don't be so naive in any situation where there's two sides. Yeah. Where you think, they don't have any reason to be acting that way. They, should, they hate him for no reason. No, there's always... A reason. Mm. Sit them down and say, okay, why don't you like them? Can you explain to me why? And then maybe we can work on it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's, it's about what you what makes you happy. And But just be sympathetic to what your friends are saying. Because if all of your friends are not happy, there's probably something there that is yeah. unlikable. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really. Um, yeah, no, I, exactly. Just have a conversation. See what they don't like. Um, you know, it's okay to be critical of. I mean, this is your boyfriend. You know, you, you want to make it work. You want to make it last, hopefully. So you might as well just get to see these problems now, if it is even a problem. And if it's not a genuine problem, then, you know, 
having that conversation with the friends will clear that up. Bam. Just like that. Talk okay. it out, baby. Talk it out, baby. Um, man, like I'm telling you, there's so many. Like I'm trying to forget someone I love because it's making me sick. Like we covered those, Damn. but there's most of them are that. Uh, coming up with creative ideas, I address that. The problem is afterwards on Instagram, you can't actually access all the questions. Oh, you can only access like twenty of them. Okay, Top here 20. here's another one. Uh, this is from. Uh, Angelina Marie 183 taking my own advice or getting past obstacles to reach my fullest potential Oof, this is good uh, sorry say again taking my own advice or getting past taking my full advice or getting past obstacles to reach my fullest potential mm. the th- one of the hardest things let me, let me restart this track here <laughs> One of the hardest things to deal with is um, knowing that you have more potential, but you just don't know how to tap into it. Yeah. Where you're like, I could be doing better or I could be, you know, but I just for some reason can't. Um, I wouldn't be so hard on yourself if you can't take your own advice. A lot of people can't. I will reveal a secret. A lot of the time I can't. And yeah. I go on YouTube preaching this like it's from the core. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I, I necessarily believe it. The whole practice what you preach thing isn't as easy as it sounds. It's a very human thing. I'm going to say that. Probably most people uh, can't take their own advice. Or, you know, they dish out real good advice. Like, I dish out decent advice. And um, it's hard, you know. A lot of these things, they're much easier said than done, right? So, the advice part might be easy, you know. But the actual getting it done part is is the hard part. Well, if, if that was the logic that you're going by that everyone could take their own advice, then therapists would never have an issue. Yeah, because technically they can kind of deal and work through everything, but that's not the case. Therapists go through tough times; they go through hard days too. They're human, uh, so there is an element of human emotion that restricts you from just fixing yourself consistently. Yeah. Um, however, taking your own advice, I think, can be worded different. Uh, kind of back to our last episode of acceptance. Once you accept the the situation for what it is, is when you could start to advise yourself on how to get better. Yeah. But if you're just like if you're really upset or you're stressed about something and you go and plug in one of these basic white girl inspirational tweets Things, yeah. that Oprah said back in 2004, it may not help you. No. Because you are still in denial about what's going on. So you're trying to... It's like... you know This is a good one. A good analogy. Here we go. It's like... <laughs> Here we go, people. <laughs> it's like trying to put a Band-Aid on a bruise. Uh, a bruise is bleeding under the skin, mm. right? But you have it. The skin has been pierced to release that blood. So putting a bandaid on top of the skin where the wound is beneath it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So to put an inspirational quote over what is damaged, <laughs> but there's no leakage, won't do anything. Sorry, me in 2019, just putting, I'm just, just putting inspirational quotes on all damage inside no, of me. No, yeah. but it's good because if it was an open cut. Yeah. Okay, then it's coming out. Now you're addressing with the emotion. Yeah, yeah. But a bruise, you kind of have to look at it and just wait for it to heal, right? Yeah. Don't necessarily wait for this to fix itself. But in this analogy, the bruise... I'm literally making this meme right now in my head. Man, it's so good. I just imagine like a stock photo of someone with like a bruise, right? Am and I then saying, just put like, live, love, laugh on it. No, <laughs> I don't mean like a meta, like an actual quote. I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't put a Band-Aid on a bruise. For sure. But you put a band-aid on a cut. Yeah. And a bruise isn't really 
uh, giving us a problem because it's not leaking any blood. Yeah. Um, You're saying each problem, each different problem has a different way to, to answer it, to solve it. I think the only way to address a problem is to break it down and see why it's a problem in the exactly. first place. Yeah. And that is where you can start to take your own advice. But to say, oh, I can't take my own advice right now. Don't be so hard on yourself because if that was the case, people wouldn't be depressed. Yeah. Do you know how many good and, and thoughtful quotes there are for people that are depressed or anxious at the time? That yeah. won't pull them out. Yeah, like, you know, you want to be at your full potential. Like, I could say, oh, uh, you know, you're going to have regret if you don't uh, try to try to go after your full potential. But, like, everyone who's hearing this already knows that. You already know that you want to get to your full potential because you might have the regret of not trying. Or, um, like, anything we say, you already know that. The, the hard part is actually you have a unique problem. And like Dan said, like breaking it down into its unique, you know, giving it the respect of like, this is a unique problem yeah. that you need to break down and understand and then accept. And then, then you, you can, can start. Then you can give yourself advice. Yeah. Because uh, you got to know where you're at. Like, it's like if you're lost, you got to know where you're at first and know where to go next. Yeah. God. You feel good? I'm all, seriously, you feel man. Good? Since eating healthy, this stuff just <laughs> comes out of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> think about it. That is even, that's even a better analogy if you think about it. We can't know where we're going until we know where we're lost. Yeah, he eats granola once. Just, <laughs> just yeah, shitting. Trail mix. Shitting good advice. Oh, man. I'm just, I, no, you know what it is? Is I'm getting my confidence back. Yeah. And when confidence comes back, back you're more capable of giving advice that you would have otherwise been like, nah, it's not good advice. Clarity. I, I don't, I don't talk myself down as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because my confidence is coming back. Oh, that's the best man. The no second guessing yourself. Yeah. Oof. those people. Those it's are it's the people. best until there's a cringe moment and then you're just like, Oh, that fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Again. Like, uh, like the air Canada training, I felt really confident and like really cool and everything. And it was so good. Everything was so easy. Yeah. And then one time, I don't know why, I said "skr" really loud, and it was the most cringe. No one laughed. Moment ever. Everyone was quiet. Oh. And then they all started laughing at me for just how cringe it was. Oh. Well, that's okay. At least the moment. And that's was, all they remember of me. No, but as long as the moment was addressed. Let yeah. me tell you what happened this oh, morning. Oh, I addressed it. I was walking Charlie. Yeah. I see this guy with a miniature wiener dog. I wave across the friggin' street. Full Ooh. arm wave, not even like a little wrist one. Oh, no, no, no. Full arm in the air. <laughs> no. I wave, give a little smirk, and at the same time, he kind of looked away, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Those were the moment was never actually known. He didn't yeah, yeah. know There I was no waved. moment. It's like I am the one that has to live with that confident cringe. So I was like, I never did that before, but last night, some guy did it to me, and I waved back, and I was like, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, well, two weeks ago, you said you're going to work on this. I did, yes. <laughs> I did. And so I'm starting to. And Clearly. so now I'm like, I'm going back in my hole. I'm never waving at someone uh, again. Man, when you have a moment with someone, but just you in the moment oh, it's, and the other person. It's so awkward. It's like when you tell a joke once and, and it was so funny in the moment, they're like, what? And yeah. you got to say it again, but the moment's already Gone. passed. You're just like, okay. <sighs> Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can do one more, okay? Yeah. My ex-fiance, I just can't seem to get over the fact that he slept with one of my closest friends. Heavy. Whoa. That took a turn. Um, well, we have to address it now. We've heavy, talked about it. Yeah. Look, um, this one runs deep. 
Yeah. It being an ex-fiance means you guys were prepared to spend the rest of your lives together. At least you were. In this case where he is now going behind your back, sleeping with one of your... not Don't even classify them as a friend. A friend would not do that. Yeah. And this isn't even like a bro code thing. I don't think a friend would ever go after someone you once dated. Unless time obviously went by and there was a discussion. Are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. But to do it behind your back... And this obviously this was like cheating. That is never okay. That's yeah. like that that speaks volumes, not about you, but about them. Yeah. You were ready to spend the rest of your life with them. They were just viewing it as a title. Yeah. I, I'd love to say, you know, just dismiss it as like, you know, you've dodged the bullet and you really have dodged the bullet, but I get it. It still probably sucks a lot that you're still thinking about, you know, your ex fiance because this person actually mattered to you and everything. Um I mean, I, I'd you say did, you sorry. did you did dodge a bullet. You, you, a, no, no, you definitely dodged a bullet. Exactly what happened there. Yeah, was, because you'd much rather go through this as hard as that is. You'd much rather go through it now as ex-fiance or in the fiance stage than when married it's with married kids and divorce and you get kids involved. It is so not fair. I've talked about this in the past. If you are gonna drag kids through your problems, it is the most unfair thing you can do because so kids have one childhood that is so formative. The amount of times I tap into my childhood every single day yeah. is insane. And it's such a concrete childhood that I'm glad it is. A lot of people don't have that. And they they, t- they tap into trauma and they tap into anger and parents fighting. Yeah. It is so selfish. Um, there, You should never collect red flags is what they say. And a red flag, when it pops up once, you can push it back down. But the next time it comes up, it's going to be on a friggin' flagpole. And yeah. it's going to be 10 times harder to push down and to ignore. And it will always show its teeth unless you address it then and there. And this, I'm sure maybe at some point there was a red flag. Um, but this is like a friggin' no, phone pole coming up. Hey, I banged yeah. you. No, that's... Look, you're, I, I, you're way better than to be in a relationship where someone is stepping over your heart and your feelings so easily like that. How cold... How yeah. cold-hearted... Someone, you have to ugh. be to to not only be in the fiance stage, but to sleep with a friend. If it was a stranger, I'm sure that's happened before. But a friend, how cold hearted you got to be? Yeah, no, I I mean, don't beat yourself up for it. Again, like Dan said, it's definitely it says everything about them and nothing to do with you because you deserve everyone. Anyone deserves much better than this. You literally deserve anyone else. Yeah, like. Would you want to have kids with someone like that? The fact oh that that action, God. like think about it this way, the fact that that action could even take place, would you ever want to even get them a gift knowing that they've got the potential to do something like that? You know when you're dating someone, if there's, maybe you don't actually, but for me, I would never do that. And there's a lot of reasons why I would never do that. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I would end the relationship way before. If you can't control your sexual emotions to the degree yeah. where it's like, it has to happen here now, even though I'm in this locked in situation, I'm going to do it anyway. You are so weak to your own self yeah. that life is going to throw way, way more problems your way. And if that's their way of dealing with it in vibing with what's happening now, no chance. And maybe it's just because I'm anxious where I know not to act on the vibe of right now, mm. but that's bullshit. The hard thing is like, no one would ever do it 
and no one ever feels like they're going to get it done to them. Like no one will, no one goes around thinking they're going to get cheated on. I mean, no, a few people do, not. but you, you know, you never think it's going to happen to you. Um, so it, it's definitely super hard and just, yeah, it, it's very hard. And, and also it, like be careful because it could really change you. You know, it could really, it, it, could, it, you, it could make you jaded for the wrong reasons, you know? Um, I mean, sorry, it could make you jaded for the right reasons, but it could still make you jaded. Um, you know, I, I know maybe this is already too far of a lookout, but, you know, the next person that's going to come your way, don't give them, you know, obviously be critical, as you should in all relationships, but don't be jaded by the fact that this has happened to you. Don't give them residue is, from what this other person did. Exactly. Don't give them that, yeah. Yeah, that's it's not their fault, but... What she's saying is I just can't seem to get over it. So to address that, that goes into like a lot of things we've already talked about, which is um, breaking down the situation for what it was. And don't go too deep into it because a lot of mental visualizations can actually hurt sometimes. Yeah. Um, to think of where it went down, when it went down. You don't need to put yourself through that. In fact, you're only giving them more power yeah. um, over you. And to move on beyond any sort of traumatic thing like this, it happens very gradually. The more traumatic it is, the more gradual it is, I think. Mm. Like, it's not going to be like an overnight fix. Uh, it could take some time, and it gives trust issues. I think the best thing is to not bury it with distractions of, of dating someone else right away. Yeah. Look what I got. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Look at your situation until you're able to sit on a couch in a room by yourself and feel content that you're not stressed and thinking about what someone else is doing or what they've done in the past, you're still hung up. Yeah. And so and, bite size. And, and just don't go down that, even though you need to break down this issue and everything, don't go down that hole of it was me. It's because I'm not good enough. It's because this, you know, ABC that's wrong with me. Right. It's, you know, it's funny. Though. Again, it's very, 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 very little to do with you and everything to do with them. That's a really good point. Yeah. And that's very hard for people to understand um, because the whole I'm not good enough is such a bullshit thing that is yeah. that is based off of other people that we... It's like someone packs nine bags for a vacation and you're the one that has to carry them all. It's not fair. It's why, would you, why would you want to do that? Yeah. And that's exactly what it is in relationships or in this case, a cheating thing when... These things go down. Why are you going to want to carry these bags for someone else? Yeah. You know, it's only going to make your struggle a lot harder to get through it. So, I don't know. To now talk on that, because when you, if you're going to break a situation down, only do it with the intentions of building it back up, how it actually happened. We yeah. idealize in hindsight all the time. Yeah. We take the bad and we, some reason, Forget about all the bad things this person did. Yeah. And remember all the fun and laughing moments and how great they were. And we, we idealize them and we make them perfect. Yeah. But when there's an act as intense as this, um, it's okay to start developing anger towards them because that's going to start to help you heal. Oh, yeah. To address it. No, it's okay to be angry. I would be pissed. Yeah. I would definitely be broken too. But you, you, you can see the, the kind of like, not the flow chart, but like, you know, when you break down something and especially sometimes if you have, you know, um, if you're in a rocky place and your, your confidence is rocked and everything while you're breaking down the problem, you might 
you might go down this path of this very deep hole of, well, why did he cheat on me? Let's break that down. Okay, yeah. well, he cheated on me because uh, maybe I don't look good enough. Okay. Or that there was one time I turned him down in bed. No. Yeah. And no. then, okay, I turned him down in bed, and that was that was me. And you know what? I've done this a few times. And, like, you just dig down so deep about me, 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 I messed up, I messed up, I messed up. And this is one of those cases that it's, it's no. It's he's an a-hole. He is the one who went out with this friend. He is The and, friend is the one yeah, who went out. friend, let's be clear. Like, we're not... It takes two to tango, especially in that sense. Yeah. And your friend, or let's not even classify that. Like right, yeah. this person uh, has zero regard for your your care and emotion as well. If they're going to do something like that, yeah. So the fork in the road, sometimes, like you know, don't take the 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 road of it's me, me, me. It's them. They did. The, they committed this evil. They committed this this wrong. They committed this. Not yeah. you. View it as they lost. Yeah. Like, no, they did it and they lost me. Start to tell yourself they lost me. Yeah. Stop viewing it as I lost them and I lost my friend in the mix. That could be hard, but you literally had these silent uh, ticking time bombs both in your life. Yeah. When they, Right when you met them is when that ticking time bomb started, you know, and where it blew up was when those two connected and it blew up. And luckily it was only a temporary thing. It affected you. You got caught in the crossfire a bit, but you're starting to heal. And they're now gone forever. Mm. Do not. There's a saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. Do not forget that. And a cheater will tell you that that's not true. That's fact. Yeah. I I will stand by that. Once a cheater, always a cheater. And if they're going to tell you that's not true, people can change. People can change, but the tendency still lies dormant. Yeah. Anyway. Heavy. Heavy. That's another uh, Friday episode, guys. Have a good weekend. I hope that we were able to address these in some way. If you guys want help with any of your struggles, uh, you can D, not DM, comment on Instagram yeah. at Danocracy or at Amar Originals. They'll be in the, the bio of this. Show notes. Show notes. We will see you be next positive. Monday. Be positive. Be positive. Yeah, let's end this. Up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You yeah. are awesome. There's so much in life to be excited about. And if you're not excited about stuff, start to look a little harder. It's Friday night. It's Friday night. Enjoy yourself. Do something yeah. you like, love. Watch, binge watch a show. Go out with your friends. Or sleep. Or go on a bike ride. Exercise. Exercise. Exercise then in the house. That's how many it. Guys, go do some exercise. It'll change your life. It's in Granola. <laughs> that too. Okay, guys. See you next week. Love you. It's not.